In this episode of the Exploring Information Security Podcast, what is Hunchly? Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we will be exploring what is Hunchly? Joining me to help answer this is Justin Seitz, the creator of Hunchly. So this was a really fantastic and fun conversation with Justin. I first got introduced to Hunchly at the SANS SC47 OSINT training that Michael Hoffman, uh, AKA Web Breacher puts on. Uh, highly recommend that course. I'm sure it's been a refined. I went to the very first one and I know he was putting in some work to kind of refine it a little bit. So uh, be sure to go check that out. See if it's uh, within your company's budget uh, to actually go to because it's not cheap. But uh, definitely go check it out. Um, so Hunchly is is essentially a tool that I was introduced to during that course. And it it's really great because it takes a screenshot of pretty much all of your web browser traffic, which is good for investigations. Uh, typically geared maybe more towards people who do more OSINT type stuff and on a regular basis. I, I think everybody does OSINT uh, in their day-to-day -day job. Um, so this can be a very useful tool, some, some more than others. Investigations, as I said, are this really benefits because it takes a screenshot of, of pretty much everything that you do on the internet. I am finding a use case for it in incident response when I am checking out a phishing site that, that we, you know, makes its way into our emails or something we find that, that someone reports. And then, you know, what I can do with that is, uh, take those screenshots and, and build a report around it and also, uh, use it for training. I, use, I, I do training quite a bit on phishing emails because it is, uh, one of the easiest ways to get into an organization. So lots of use cases here. Check out this episode. Um, it's, it's really fun. Also check out automating OSINT. I plan to have Justin back on to do a, another, uh, podcast episode on that. Uh, feedback is welcome at timothy.dblock at gmail.com or on Twitter at timothydblock. I am still taking sign up for the newsletters. I have come up with some ideas as I'm recording this. I have probably edited, uh, started and stopped several times. I'm thinking about maybe doing a blooper reel could, could be fun. <laughs> we'll see. Um, or uh, I've also got some other ideas uh, that I'm, I'm kind of chewing over. So be sure to sign up for that at the bottom of the show notes, which can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash EIS. This number of, for the podcast will be 153. So you go to the website forward slash EIS forward slash 153. Nice and easy. See you on the other side. So I would I would ask you who you know about more about you, but um, you are all over Google. Um, one of the more interesting things I found was there's a movie that you were in uh, called Torso Tension back in 2005. No, so were you aware of this? <laughs> are you sure? I mean, yeah, I, was trying, I was trying to look at, I was trying to find uh, like video of it or even like a trailer, and I I don't. Yeah. I, I think it's like on the uh, risque side of the industry. No, I'm, like I'm a I'm a fit guy, but that that just incites, uh, he he's uh, he takes care of himself. So it's uh, I mean I think as long as Google has indexed both of our names, I've had every possible 
like I had coworkers who registered justinsites.net and had like my picture photoshopped over his body. <laughs> uh, occasionally I have friends who will like report my, like when you type my name into Google, you see like my dopey face on the right hand side. I think it says like author or something underneath it. <laughs> and I've had like my friends like somehow get Google to display the other Justin sites in like a leather kind of like halter top thing. <laughs> so it's uh I mean, ideally, if we could, like, me and him could just blend our genetics, I'm sure that would be, like, great. But uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, I think he got all the looks, and I somehow got a little bit of the brains. He might be a smart guy, too. I don't know him. I shouldn't say that. Well, well for a little bit there, I thought it was, like, maybe, like, a some kind of OSINT CTF that you set up that, you know, you just dropped oh. your name in, as a star for, like, IMDB for, for somebody. Nope. No, I, I wish it was, but uh, no, he's uh, that guy's a stud. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, well, but you are the creator of Hunchly, which is uh, so. My first question is, what is Hunchly? Yeah, so Hunchly is a tool that bolts onto Google Chrome, and its job is to follow you around when you're doing your online investigations and automatically do all of those things that we hate doing when we're doing uh, online investigations, which are things like taking note of URLs and timestamps and doing screenshots. So Hunchly does all of this in the background automatically, so you can just focus on doing your investigation. Okay, and then, so what was the genesis for creating Hunchly? That's a great question. So I used to do a lot of research into terrorist groups and how they operated on social media, kind of their networks. Uh, as just kind of a side research project. And part of this, of course, was doing a lot of manual work in the browser, you know, viewing Facebook profiles and Twitter profiles and all of that stuff that is fairly unsexy. And what had happened was uh, there was a couple of individuals that I had identified that looked fairly interesting. Um, this is kind of right in the, you know, in the thick of things when when ISIS was kind of in the news every day. We don't see that as much anymore. Um, and there was an event and these two individuals were involved. And as soon as I saw some of the news come out, uh, of course I was like, I, I know who those, uh, I know who those people are and I want to go, you know, I'm, I'm going to go double back on their social media profiles and, uh, they were gone and I had no screenshots. I, I had the URLs, uh, but I had nothing. So the stuff that I'd been viewing for a period of time was now gone. And I was like, had that feeling in my gut, you know, where you delete a report or you lose a file yep. or you, you back your vehicle into the neighbor's car or something. <laughs> uh, you get that sick feeling in the pit of your stomach. I was like, oh, man, like this is so silly. There's got to be a way to prevent this. So I didn't it was not a product. It was just simply a, a, a initially a Chrome extension that did full content captures for me and was low intelligence. Um what kind of progressed from there was that I was also doing uh, consulting work, so lending a hand with investigations and risk assessments and that type of thing. And it always turned out that when it came report writing time, I always had the content captures of stuff. And the other investigators I was working with were always like, how do you always manage to like know when to take screenshots? And I'm like, oh, I don't. I built this little stupid Chrome extension that just like captures all the content everywhere I go. Um, and they're like, well, can I have it? So I, you know, it had no dashboard. It had no way to actually view the data. It was just 
capturing raw HTML and I was helping people install this Chrome extension into their browsers for them. And, uh, and it just kind of went from there. Eventually I was like, Hey, I think, you know, there's other people that have this problem and there were, um, so I just kind of built something, slapped a dashboard over top of it, really rough. Um, I wrote Hunchly one, uh, over the course of a couple of months and released it in January of 2016. And yeah, the rest is history. So uh, who, who are some of the people that should be using Hunchly? I mean, you did it for a terrorist group, which seems pretty extreme for me, but like, who, <laughs> who is this? Who, 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 I guess, what's the, uh, the target audience here? So the target audience is primarily law enforcement. And the reason for that is that law enforcement has kind of these duties to um, make sure that when they're collecting evidence online, that they are taking note of these things because anything they find online that they're going to use in a criminal prosecution, they have to be able to turn over for disclosure so that defense legitimately can review that data and look at the steps that they took while they were doing this online work. Now, that's primarily the focus, and there's a lot of features that are built into Hunchly, like content hashing and timestamping and other things that are really law enforcement driven because they need those things to support them when they're going into disclosure. Um, but there's a lot of other people that, that we have for customers that include journalists because content preservation is, is extremely important in journalism. They need to be able to prove that when they're writing a story, if that content disappears, that at this date and time, that they actually viewed a particular piece of information. Also because a lot of the the targets of journalism stories are the content they have is kind of ephemeral, right? It's there, it's gone, people are online, they're offline. Of course, we all know about all the situation with the Russian trolls. Um, so journalists are also a major thing. And then we have, of course, private uh, detectives and intelligence groups, due diligence groups that use it much the same as law enforcement. And then cybersecurity researchers who are um, a, a unique group of Hunchly users as well because the way they use it is largely to preserve things like forum posts and when they're looking at threat actors to make sure that they're, they're collecting all this information and then being able to pull certain pieces of data that's collected in Hunchly into other tools like Maltigo or Recon NG, Spiderfoot, um, and being able to do additional OSINT work with that data. And really anyone else that's just too lazy to take screenshots. We do have like, we have everything from like travel bloggers to people who are working on their PhD dissertations who use Hunchly as a research uh, tool as well. So it's, it's a, it's a pretty kind of flexible tool. It, it really does assist, I think pretty much anybody who's doing online work at all. Um, but definitely for those in law enforcement, like it takes them about three seconds and the light bulb goes on. They're like, oh, this is going to make my life so much easier. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yep. Someone probably does it on a more daily basis, I imagine. Yeah, exactly. So is archive.org like your biggest competitor? <laughs> I, I would say archive.org is not a competitor, but they're, they're certainly a useful tool. Um, there, there are certainly competitors in the space. And I think that that's a good thing. I think that we have to, as OSINT practitioners and as people who are doing research online, uh, we have to be thinking about how are we collecting this stuff? What can we do with this data afterwards? Um, and I think that largely the browser is kind of the 
the kind of the the ugly, unsexy part of that research when you compare to using visualization tools like Maltigo or some of the cooler things in Spiderfoot, um, automated scanning and OSINT collection. When you have those kinds of tools, you think that the browser is this unsexy thing, but really it's not because we have this awesome human behind it that's driving the research and driving the analysis, which is amazing. So. There are tools out there that compete with Hunchly, and I, I think it's great because the the more we kind of examine this issue and the more we have competitors in this space, the better it is for the practitioners and the police officers and the cybersecurity guys on the other side who are using these tools. Okay, and and what's the what's the cost for Hunchly or the pricing? Yeah, so Hunchly is one twenty nine ninety nine a year Canadian, so that's like five bucks American a year. <laughs> you had to go there, didn't uh, you? Hey, look, man, I'm Canadian too, so now you just insulted me. <laughs> no, that's great. I, I'm hey, I'm uh, I love my motherland. Um, the pricing scales down as you uh, buy more licenses, and that's per user. So that means as an investigator, when you get a, a Hunchly license, you can install it on as many virtual machines or laptops okay. or whatever you're using as you want. That's cool. Um, and then, yeah, I see here, I guess you got like uh, for three three licenses, you can do $349.99, which is a save for 10%, which I guess that what gets you to 15 yeah. bucks American. That's right. Uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're talking 15 bucks American. Yeah. <laughs> Very affordable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, of course, you also have the trial too. Uh, it was like a 15-day trial. Yeah, that's right. So 15 day trial and we do, you know, we're very flexible. So we're always willing to work with people if they need more time. And uh, we have larger deployments, too, where, you know, we we help to um, work with them both on extended trial basis and, of course, looking at uh, additional price breaks. So, yeah, we're a very flexible company. The tool is designed to be affordable so that people like journalists who might not have big budgets like uh like a, say a big enterprise would, um, that they can afford it, that they can get their hands on tools that are useful to them. Yeah, well, that's great. Um, and then of course you also, on, on Twitter, it's at Hunchly. Um, what I noticed about that is, is that you have an interesting tweet. It looks like it happens daily. Uh, the dark web report for you know the date, and then it's like a download which leads to a, like a Dropbox page. What What is that? Yeah, so, um, what we have is a distributed crawling system. It's a very simple system that has this uh, very large list of Tor hidden services loaded into it. And it is checking uh, tens of thousands of Tor hidden services to see whether they're up or down. And then they're also examining just the front page. We're not doing deep crawls into any of them. So we're examining the front page for the title, the language, that uh, we can detect that it's written in. And then we're looking for any links to new hidden services. So the idea is that we send out this report every day. We also uh, monitor Twitter and Pastebin. Um, so we're looking for any new hidden services that have come up in the last 24 hours. That goes into one tab of your spreadsheet as the new tab. So that's stuff that's brand new within the last 24 hours that we've detected. And then there's an up and down sheet that tells you what services are were up in the last 24 and what were down in the last 24. We email that out for free. You can sign up at darkweb.hunch.ly. It's free and we send that spreadsheet out to people every day. And the idea is just to allow those people who are doing work in the dark web to have a way to, to say, hey, here's some new sites that we detected. 
whether it's interesting to them or not based on the title of the page or the language it's written in, um, but also so that they have uh, some historical data that if they, for example, were interested in a hidden service that's been down and they want to know when was the last time it was up, they can kind of dig back through and figure that out. Okay. And then, of course, uh, you can also find Hunchly at Hunchly or Hunch.ly. That's right. That's the main page for Hunchly. That's right. Okay. What other resources are available for learning more about Hunchly? So we have uh, an entire knowledge base that includes uh, a number of videos. Uh, that's at support.hunch.ly. So in the getting started section, you can watch those videos. It'll teach you everything, how to get up and running in the first two minutes to how to do kind of case exports or build reports. Um, we also have a YouTube channel that you can just search for Hunchly on YouTube. So you'll see me doing anything from small demonstrations with Hunchly to uh, occasionally I'll, uh, I'll do videos on maybe some advanced OSINT techniques or uh, I've also done a series where I uh, decided to try to solve a dark web puzzle and you get to watch me uh, stumble my way through that over the course of six or seven videos. Okay, and that's all using like Hunchly, kind of showing, I guess, use cases, how to actually use it. Yeah, that, so the dark web puzzle, not so much, although there is kind of a, an interesting twist at the end uh, where Hunchly was useful because the the service was taken down or it was changed, actually. The content was changed. Um, but but some of it is specific to Hunchly. Some of it is just kind of some general OSINT uh, kind of knowledge sharing stuff that, uh, that I like to do to give back to the community. Yeah, you do some courses on OSINT, correct? That's right. Yeah, I also uh, have an online course called Automating OSINT that uh, teaches people how to automate the the dull parts of, of OSINT, which is like the data collection piece. So um, I'm a big fan of automate the stuff that machines are good at, which is data collection or monitoring, um, so that you can do better work that the humans are good at, which is analysis that we I don't think we'll ever be able to replace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, as much as people try. Um, yeah. Machine learning. Um, <laughs> it's all AI blockchain machine learning. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> still not quite as good as a human. <laughs> I just got back from DEF CON and saw someone with a, uh, a, they had a necklace and it was literally like a chain and then like a little mini cinder block um, on Perfect. the chain. And yeah, we, we gave him props for that one. That was a, that was a good, that was a, good, that was <laughs> That's a nice, nice. nest. Like. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to mention we haven't already discussed? No, I don't think so. It's a pretty simple tool. Um, we're very responsive to, to emails. We monitor our Twitter feed as well. So if people have any questions, they can shoot me an email at justin at hunch.ly or they can hit me up on Twitter. Um, yeah, it's uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. What is your most asked question? My most asked question. That is a That's a good one. So I think one of the biggest questions I get is, how do I preserve an entire Facebook account um, or or substitute Facebook with Twitter or Instagram? Right. Uh, and right. Hunchly is actually Hunchly is not actually the the tool that you want to use for that because it's a it's a vastly different activity from right. doing real research and uh, investigative work. Um, so there are other tools out there, or this is where I suggest to people, hey. You know, if you're getting into where you need to pull down 100,000 tweets and all the associated media, media and everything else, might be a good time to either look at a vendor who does that type of work or starting to learn how to build tools yourself to do that so that you can customize them. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and while you're saying that, I was thinking of all the people on Twitter who are now getting in trouble for things from like 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. Um, I know several baseball players have gotten in trouble. James Gunn got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, well, I mean, Canadian politicians are the best, right? Like, it's always amazing. I, I often wonder who's doing their vetting because they, it's like guaranteed if, if like someone is going to find something offensive you have said long before you had aspirations to be a politician. And, um, <laughs> You know, that's the thing. That type of thing, Hunchley's great for because when you're doing that digging mm -hmm. and you find that post, it's preserved. You've got a copy of it and you can write your story. Um, you know, but again, like I think, you know, full account preservation is uh, it's a totally different beast uh, mm -hmm. that that is. Uh, but I often get asked that question and I'm, you know, we're totally we steer people away from Hunchley in those cases. Um, because we want to make sure that people are, are getting the data they need and, and in the format they need. And it's, uh, you know, taking people's money just to uh, just for the sake of it, only to have them disappointed. It's not right. really how we how we do things. Well, that's good to hear. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to plug? No, I you know what? I, I, I really don't. I think, uh, you know, the, the great thing is that if you're interested in OSINT and you're interested in the community, there's some great places to hang out. There's great people on Twitter. You can easily find just type in OSINT. You're going to find a bunch of great people. Um, Inteltechniques.com is a great place. They've got a forum there. That's Michael Basil's site. Uh, they got a forum there where uh, OSINT practitioners are going through everything from how do I do a Facebook search to do X, Y, and Z to, hey, here's a new tool that uh, that uh, that we've come across. So it's a really inclusive community. Um, and, of course, if you have any questions, just hit me up on my, on my personal Twitter, JMS underscore D-O-T underscore P-Y. Awesome. All right. Uh, thanks for joining me to discuss what is Hunchly, Justin. Thanks so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it.